You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Visit PencilandPaperProductions.Podbean.com to find more great podcasts. Welcome to the Palace of Megapixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Welcome to Super Baker Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me is my co-host, Lacia Finley. Happy Monday. Todd is unfortunately not here, and he will not be here next week either, he informed me. He's going on a trip this week. Uh, he just kind of got caught up. You know, plans, things happen. Mm-hmm. We can't do yeah, anything life. about it, you know, so... Uh, but no, he, he's he's going away next week and uh, all that, so it's all good. Oh, we're going to... We're going to batten down the forts and all that, so... It'll be fun. Spring breaking, probably. Although I yeah. don't know what kind of spring breaking you can do in Denver, but hey, why not? You know. Well, I mean, it depends, I guess, on how you like to spend your spring break. Right. <laughs> you know. I mean, not, let's not just the, go to where it's cold. Yeah, I mean, it's not the typical spring break, you know, idea, but you know, make it work. You I know? mean, my idea is just still staying holed up in my house with the window open, so I'm like, ah, it's nice outside. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. <laughs> Let me look at it from right here. Sure. So uh, what you been playing? Uh, well, this week I uh, dove a little bit into Phoenix Wright. Nice, nice. The, the new series that that's, uh, well, not new, but just recently ported over to uh, PCs and consoles this week, mm-hmm. I believe, coming up. Yeah, mm-hmm. so tomorrow for those of you listening. Um, uh, it's 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 great. It's everything I wanted it to be. I Excellent. mean, it, it's the same great game. I don't know if I should go into it too much right now, but uh, no, save it, save it for later. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, it's not like a huge review or anything like that, but uh, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. Um, thankfully, they didn't mess with you know a lot of the mechanics mm. or anything like that, so it's been a lot of fun. And then, of course, Beat Saber because yeah, yeah. we got that working again, and yeah. So I haven't really dove into a whole lot of different stuff this week outside of that. And, uh, you know, my, my usual go-to now, just so I can right. <laughs> pretend like I'm amazing at something. And hopefully <laughs> it doesn't melt this 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 coming weekend, you know. Right. But how about you? Well, I've uh, gotten a little farther into Doom. I think I, from what I've kind of gathered, I think um, I'm kind of nearing the end. I think maybe I've got three or four more levels perhaps Mm. so uh i'm really trying to explore i'm trying to get all the secrets and everything because Mm -hmm. you know why not you know it's fun and then i i get stuck on these spots where i can see it on my map and i'm just frustrated because i'm like i know there's a way to get there i know i'm missing something and then there's all like the last level that i played last night there was a lever for one of the classic doom maps you can find at a level and I saw, you know, this area carved out. Because there's always one area carved out you can never get to unless you find the switch and open the door mm-hmm. and all that. So I was like, I yeah. know it's there. But I, I, I don't know how, I don't know where the switch is. And I mm-hmm. walked right around it somehow and walked away. 
and then I couldn't get back up to the area in which uh, it was at uh, after you progressed yeah. far enough. So I had to replay the level at least to that point, which I am mm-hmm. I'm at least grateful to that. If you miss a challenge or you miss an item, you don't have to play the entire level over again. Right. You just... Oh, nothing's more frustrating <clears throat> <Yeah>. to me. <laughs> it doesn't do the whole thing. As long as you play it to a point, save it, done. You're, you, I mean, uh-huh. you're good to go. So I'm grateful for that. But yeah. uh, outside of that, I actually played Unravel 2. I don't know Uh-oh. if you remember that little uh, Yeah, I mean, I, I very little of the first one, but uh, never the second one. But mm-hmm. yeah, how is that? It's actually, I would recommend playing it with a friend because I played it with Katrina and it really feels like a proper co-op game because yeah. you have to work in tandem, but not in a frustrating way, you know, because I've seen co-op games where you can hold the other one back or it just seems frustrating and stuff like that. But in this, you always feel like you're helping the other person. If they miss a swing, you can just pull them up, you know, uh-huh. just help them out. If you, you know, you're a uh, fellow compatriot. I don't know what word I've been looking for here. Your friend. Yeah, your friend. <laughs> the person sitting yeah. next to you probably. If if they're struggling to get through some of the platforming elements, they can just jump on your back and you can go through it. You know, and then I was going to say that off. probably came useful for with you a lot, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I still remember Guacamelee where I'm like, "Can I just walk over there, please?" Just come on. <laughs> But he was just yanking us through the levels. But no, I honestly feel like it's a proper co-op game in the sense that you never feel like the other person is a hindrance or that you're holding them back. You really have to work together mm-hmm. in a way, and it's always in a good way. So even if I made it somewhere, I could have just been like, hang on, I'll pull you up. And she could just mm-hmm. pull herself up. She didn't have to make the swing. She didn't have to do all that other stuff. So That's I good. like that. But yeah, those are the only two games that uh, I really kind of got into, and I don't know if anyone can hear the the chicken in the background. But for God's sake, I can. It's like you know, I woke up and it's like, hey, yeah, what's going on? It's it's what's laying an egg, no doubt. We've gone over this. I've got chickens out there. <laughs> I'm about to to smack a cat because she's climbing over areas she shouldn't be. Uh, animals, this I'm is telling a mini you, mini zoo over there. Yeah, it's just I, I'm I, I did not ask for this. <laughs> I'm not in We Bought a Zoo, okay? Jeez. I'm a victim. <laughs> but anyway, let's let's talk some news, because we've got a uh, decent amount. Yeah. I'd say. It wasn't an insanely slow week. Yeah, I mean, there were there were bits and pieces. I would really say that, uh, I don't know, I just, I'll just get into it, because yeah, every just... story just kind of touches here and there. First of all, let's talk about this really interesting one that you kind of pointed me to, which... I even talked to you about it. I was like, is this weird news? I don't know. But I don't really feel yeah, like it falls into that fall? category because it's not funny. You know? No. Um, it seems that companies are marketing a version of a pregnancy tracking app known as Ovia to female employees that are looking to become pregnant or have become pregnant. And in an article that was published by the Washington Post, it seems that employers have found that the information gathered from said app is actually proving to be quite useful for their business now to our audience i'm sure i hear you saying what does this have to do with video games well if if you're smarter than the average gamer you would have already concluded that one video game company is involved and you should have Mm -hmm. solved it in one guess because that's right it's activision blizzard you know they they can't stay out of the news (laughs) for anything uh they've actually been pushing their female employee base to use the app if they are pregnant 
And they're even incentivizing the offer with a gift card in the amount of $1 a day. Now, I can see where this offer sounds appealing, even though that like if you... Like $1 a day that you have the app or $1 a day that you're like on maternity leave. Or pregnant. I, I mean, because yeah, if you go... Yeah, throughout the entire... Dur- yeah, yeah so. because the way I kind of... I did the math on that, and hypothetically... It would be the equivalent of getting two hundred and eighty dollars worth of gift cards, ballpark. Okay, that's that's right. Okay, and that's even being generous because you're. And talking I love about that a, it's gift cards. It's not like a bonus yeah. on your check. <laughs> like we're not going to put it. <laughs> it's just, just like, give you a, here's a gift card to Activision, so you can buy whatever game you want when you get back. Yeah, you know? <laughs> a one dollar gift card. So anyway, why would why would the company want this information? Well, according to a representative from Activision Blizzard. The use of the app has helped the company with employee retention and profit, saying, quote, I want them to have a healthy baby because it's great for our business experience, rather than having a baby who's in the neonatal ICU where she's not able to focus much on work. So, but how are those, I guess I should have done more of a deep dive after I read that article, because I'm still like confused how those two things correlate. Like to me, that seems more of like a, paid family time issue as opposed to a keeping track of my ovaries issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I don't really feel like it matters because it just, like I said, there, she, she can't focus on her work. So it, it does, doesn't help the company out. Our little lady brains yeah, who just I, don't know how to do two things. I, I just babies and thinking. I just understand <laughs> that, you know, if the baby's in the ICU, she, she can't focus on work. She, she's got other things on her mind, you know. And, and that's, that's fair to say. But, yeah, but damn it, we got to. That has to do with the app. She needs to work. <laughs> now, while such a statement sounds as though they really care about their employees, the bottom line of savings is apparently about $1,200 per employee in annual medical cost, and I'm sure that has a lot more to do with it. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. I guess I, I need to look into more of what, because to my uh, to my knowledge, the app is, I, I don't know, uh, maybe you're trying to get pregnant or something like that. You keep track of all these different things or the different layers in your pregnancy and mm-hmm. stuff like that, especially for like probably first time parents. Um, so when I'm seeing those two things go together, that's where my brain makes the disconnect. So if you're listening to this and you've got like a better article that you can link me as to how this app works or something, please, by all means, let me know. But that was my takeaway from it. Yeah. So it, it it's like, it's kind of that gray area of, well, then are you going to hire them less likely if they're in their childbearing age and if they don't use the app so we can see where you might get pregnant falling along some big game that we might need all of our employees to be at, you know? Yeah. Like, and it could just very well be well-intentioned, too. I don't want to, you know, completely attack the whole well, idea without me being without using it or having firsthand knowledge of it. But. Right. Well, I mean, in in fairness of what you're kind of arguing and what, what I guess a lot of people are concerned about as far as the women who are being pregnant, where this article really stems from is that the developer states, you know, because there's this concern that it's, it's breaking privacy laws and giving mm-hmm. all this data to the companies. And they say that they abide by privacy laws and it's only aggregate data. So basic information however a lot of that data 
can be cross-referenced. So how many kids? What's the age? Maybe not a name or something like that, but enough to say, huh, okay, so this person, maybe they came back to work on this day, maybe they're X amount of years old, they've got this family unit, yada, yada, yada. You can do the cross-reference enough and say (coughs) that's who that person is. So it doesn't matter how vague this data is, you could still you know, pinpoint who but it I is. But I feel like this is also something a man could use, yes? How? <laughs> well, I mean, if you're if you're using it for that, you know, mm-hmm. like, I guess maybe it would have to be for them, like, actually using it for their own uh, use to mm-hmm. getting pregnant, I don't know, or with their, with their wife. I don't know. I guess it's just, I, I understand we're the ones that carry it and all that kind of stuff. It just always seems like... The back end always seems to burn on the on the wrong side or no, yeah. one side, you know, <laughs> and it's like they, they both should be involved if the baby's sure. sick. Just saying. Yeah, know? no, I agree. Your kids I mean, in ICU, hopefully, like if there's a dad that's working at the company would also be allowed to. I mean, I would I would some time off. Yeah, I've argued in favor of, you know, maternity and paternal leave, you know, at, yep. at work. I think it's necessary. Because mm-hmm. you're you're trying to bond with your kid. I've had to take vacation when my kids were born because how else was I supposed to, you know, spend right. time with them and get to know them? But um, anyway, the with the privacy things, it does raise concerns that, you know, the company could take that information and then, you know, maybe, you know, line their own pockets by limiting health care coverage, increasing the cost of benefits based on what information they have. Now, that's not to mention mm-hmm. the possibility of discrimination to the women who are pregnant, which is illegal, but it's not uncommon. Right. But at the end of the day, I think it it really does question who is benefiting from this more. And I think we obviously know it's the companies. That's the reason they're pushing this. They can see where it's going to be beneficial to them in the long run. So, yeah, it's just, it's just, uh, I don't know. You know, you'd want, you really hope that the companies are trying to be decent, but when, we see what Activision Blizzard has done in the past. It's hard to, it's a pill to swallow. Yeah. And I just kind of like brought it up just for grins and giggles here. And it says the app is, uh, it's an ovulation cal- a calculator and fertility tracker. So then with the whole, if the kids in the ICU thing, I don't see how those two things need to connect then. So you're really just keeping track of when she might be getting pregnant or if Keeping she track of her in general. Because yeah. if they know when she left for work and when she's coming back, then yeah. you know how long she's been out. Mm-hmm. So it's weak. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Um, we all know that Sony has been less than enthusiastic about crossplay. You know, they've been mm-hmm. dragging their feet. And even though they open their doors to allow certain features on the games, many other games have not seen the feature implemented, while other mm-hmm. consoles have. During PAX East, which I did not hear this until now, uh, Taehoon Kim, who is the CEO of Inway, which is a company I feel like I know, but I can't put my finger on. Like, I know I've heard that name. Uh, they recently released Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. They said that Sony's hesitance on the crossplay feature is actually limiting games from reaching their fullest potential. Using the example of a family playing Fortnite across multiple platforms being a fantastic idea. So someone can be on the PlayStation, someone can be on the Switch, someone can be on their phone, and they all just sit around and they're they're playing the game together. He said it's a great idea versus, hey, not every family can have four PlayStations 
and and play together. So I feel like he makes. I feel like an entire family has mobile phones, though. Sure. Just saying. <laughs> in and this day and age, now for some reason we're giving them to like eight and nine year olds. Yeah, I, which I don't understand. Uh, but he makes a valid point, and you know, Sony shouldn't concern themselves over another company's revenue st- stream, which I feel like is what they're doing. Is like, well, oh, we want that money. It's like, yeah, but you know. Stop being a dick. I mean, they're a company, too. So it's like, I don't know where I fall on this. Well, I feel like if it's not their game, then don't mm-hmm. concern yourself with it. If somebody else's game, then why not? If it's an exclusive, sure. Yeah. yeah. If it's an exclusive, absolutely. And at that point, it's moot. <laughs> so yeah. They're going to be buying it on their favorite yeah. mode of playing the game anyway. So just, yeah. just open the doors. Let, let people play however they want to. Because I feel like if they do open their doors more... You're going to see more people not going to buy the other consoles. We're going to be like, oh, I can cross-play right here. Yeah, I don't have to worry yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, one thing, speaking of packs, that I completely overlooked was the Borderlands 3 trailer announcement, which, you know, I kind of, I think I watched and was like, I've never been a big fan yeah. of the series, you know? I'm sorry. I just... I liked it well enough. I don't think it was one that I ever rushed out to go grab as soon as it was brand new or anything like that. We'd get it on sale, and it was a, a fun once through. Mm-hmm. Now, what I will say is, while I wasn't a fan of the actual main games, I did enjoy Tales from the Borderlands. And if you saw the trailer, you may have seen that characters from that game are being put into Borderlands 3. To what capacity, oh. I don't know. I've, from what I've heard, it's more like a casual, oh, there's that person, and there's that guy. Like a hat tip. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to be in there, but to what degree, I don't know. Now, what's interesting about this story, and, and seeing that, is one of the characters, the main character of Tales from the Borderlands, was a character by the name of Reese, and he was voiced by Troy Baker. So mm-hmm. we're kind of like, ah, cool, Troy Baker, he's coming back. Well, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a shame. Uh, in fact, he was actually unaware that the character was in the game when he saw the trailer because he actually... Troy Baker? He's freaking awesome. I know. Here's, like- <laughs> I mean, from, from the back and forth that I saw, he said, like, when he was asked about it, once the trailer yeah. dropped, he's like... They came to me, we talked about it, and I was up for it, but I never heard back from them. And then you go to the other side, and Randy Pitchford saying, Baker said no, we, we just, we went without him. He And I was like, yeah, I don't think so. I don't, I, I'm sorry, I don't believe Gearbox on this. I really don't, because why uh, would he yeah. lie? Why would he lie about, if he I mean, said. that's like his livelihood, that's what he does. Yeah, right? I mean, if he said no, then he's not going to sit there on stage and be like, I don't. I don't know what he's just gonna be like. Yeah, just I didn't feel like doing right. It. I had something else going yeah, on. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I wanted to do something different. I mean, is it really gonna be worth lying over? <laughs> you know, I, it's just I. I, I guess I don't know in this day and age anymore. I'm almost hesitant to say I would believe one way or the other because people just seem to shock me all over the board yeah, anymore. Good point. Whatever, good but point. I just I would I would think not. I'm I'm on your side where I would think not. I don't see a, a reason for for no. creating that kind of drama. Mm-mm. So, um, what else I got? Oh yeah, the Epic Game Store. We talk oh, about nice. it a lot. <laughs> you know, love what it or hate it. Saying? I personally have no dog in the race, so it doesn't matter to me. Anyway, 
For haters of the service, one major claim that gets tossed around is that the platform is a form of spyware that has been developed by the Chinese government to collect information from users. Mm. To what end? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, other cons- purchasing habits so they know what ads to throw at you. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, other concerns <laughs> have been the exclusives, lack of a shopping cart, and various other features found on numerous other platforms. And while Epic CEO Tim Sweeney agrees that the latter complaints are valid points, he does argue against the spyware claims and say that they are completely unfounded and urges people to separate fact and fiction. These claims actually stem from Epic's partnership with the Chinese-based company Tencent, which is currently the world's largest video game company. Sweeney pointed out that all decisions surrounding exclusive were his decision alone, and while Tencent does own 40% of the company's shareholdings, he personally is the controlling shareholder, meaning Tencent cannot dictate the company's decisions. Now, obviously, this did not quell any concerns and anger from gamers. As the debate raged on, former Valve employee Richard Geldrick spoke up in support of Epic, saying Steam was killing PC gaming. It was a 30% tax on the entire industry. It was unsustainable. You have no idea how profitable Steam was for Valve. It was a virtual printing press. We have no idea. I think we all had an idea. We should. (laughs) Just what I mean to say. He said it distorted the entire company. Epic is fixing this for all gamers. And you'd think at some point some people would take notice to this comment, but alas, Steam loyalists ruled his... uh, statements off as some resentful ex-employee so oh, this um, i mean we're not this is this is a, no it's not people are gonna stick with what they we've we see it in everything you stick with what yeah. you want and that's it you have to be one or the other i am not gonna stand on one side of marvel or dc i can love both right it's that simple it's fine like i said i i welcome the competition yes the way they're doing it might be a little weird, you know, let me just bully my way into the competition, mm-hmm. you know, but I mean, yeah, but just, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't get as angry about it as some, but because you still have choices, it's not like yeah. you don't and have it's not choices. like they're exclusive for good, I think was always my point. And with my backlog and the fact that I like to get things on sale, I guess mm. I haven't been that worried about it yet because they haven't snagged up something where I'm like, oh, God, what am I going to do with my life? You know, like I yeah. can wait six months or a year if I was the type to need it to only be on Steam. See, I feel like that maybe once, maybe twice a year do I ever buy a game outright first day Right. That's it. You know, like Spider-Man. That was a no-brainer for me last year. It was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to get this game when it comes out. I want to play it when it comes out. That's it. Period. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not a habit for me, but I have to be I have to be confident in it, you know? But like mm-hmm. you, I, I've got so many games already. I just, I've got to really be excited for this game. <laughs> Right. Like Detroit Become Human, I think, was the last one I can remember where I was day one release. Mm-hmm. So it's the same with movies. I mean, there are certain movies that, that I want to go to the theater to see and others I can wait. Right. It's like, right, yeah, right, I do right. want to see yeah. that, but I'm not going to the theater to see it. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll get it. to it when it's half off and I'll be just as happy with the game, I'm sure. Yeah. I got plenty. I got plenty to occupy my time mm-hmm. <laughs> between now and then. Or I can just borrow it from Todd. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is even better. Yeah. <clears throat> 
the next thing I've got is the Federal Trade Commission is apparently looking to unofficially investigate loot boxes in video games as they announced a public workshop to take place in August, with the focus being on the issues surrounding loot boxes. Invited to this workshop will be a wide range of range of individuals, from government officials to company stakeholders sitting down to discuss the behavioral impact loot boxes have on young consumers, which I thought we'd already kind of done. I, uh, I get concerned when they all get together and talk about anything technological. Like, mm-hmm. it's just... They don't, they don't, they don't understand, understand it. We've seen, we saw the <laughs> Facebook debacle and what they thought yeah. that was. And the Googles. <clears throat> Now, the discussion (laughs) is said to focus on all angles surrounding the topic, uh, such as marketing, consummation of loot boxes, and even company profitability. But this workshop does not implicate that that any kind of regulations are coming. However, I don't think it would surprise me if this meeting doesn't spawn some changes one way or the other. Okay. I can see someone getting misinformation and be like, well, we got to do this or we got to do that. And burr, 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 burr. Well, that's what I mean. They're going to get some other, like, I don't know, 80-year-old who doesn't understand how it actually works. And then they're going to make a law about it that's going to break something else that we all actually enjoy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or they could regulate it just fine. I guess I should start being a little bit more positive. It'll be my, positive. Uh, we know better. <laughs> I you have a track record is all. Yep. Uh, the last thing I've got is on Thursday, the name change feature that was promised on PlayStation finally dropped. Mm-hmm. Every player is allowed one free name change. And then from on, uh, from then on, you have to pay $10 to change it or $5 if you're a Plus subscriber. Sony also added in a feature that will automatically change your PS Online ID if it's deemed inappropriate. So no funny business with that. Yeah. All of that said, it seems that the name change feature uh, has a bit of an issue that could lead to the loss of game progress, save data, trophy data, in-game currency, and even the game you're trying to play refusing to work. Comes with a price. Mm -hmm. So no word yet on what's being done to fix it, but there's a list of games uh, that... People have kind of reported. It seems like it was mostly like older titles to the console that was having the most issue. Or like maybe you had a lot of cloud saves or something like that. Because then that game wasn't updated to know that a name change could happen or whatever that still isn't receiving support all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so I guess really think about it. I mean, it doesn't, you know. Yeah, if you. It could cost everything on your PlayStation. It's a snap. Uh, now, yeah. what you need to do is if, if you're one of these people and you're considering a name change, go find this list of games because it was a long list and I just I didn't have... I'm not going to go over it all. Go find right. the list. It's on the internet. You can, you can D- find it. Educate yourself on whether this is a good idea or not. Yeah. I personally, I, I'm, I'm fine with my name. Even if yeah. I wasn't, I would be like, eh, it's not worth it. Right. <laughs> you know, right. I've, I've put in a lot of time and effort and I just, I'm not going to I think it that. mostly might be for those who've probably had it for 20 years and it's some embarrassing like thing that you did as a teenager that you're like, I'd really like to shed that off already. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but I've been locked Smegma in 3, for 3000. <laughs> right, you know, just something. It's like that was awesome back then, but now I'm grown. Yes. <laughs> or own it still, you know, you do you. Yeah, but. why not? <clears throat> All right, let's talk about some quickets cuz I have a handful, but not a lot. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of going to probably yeah. breeze through these. 
Uh, first, we're going to start with uh, what seems to be a quick it staple for the last couple of weeks, and you know probably will be for the next few weeks up until the end of the month, and that is Katana has been revealed for Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, she has a new design, which they actually took her mask off, so she's not you know hiding behind her little ninja mask and all that, which I thought was nice. You know, it was a, a okay. unique look. Uh, she had a pretty cool fight set and fatality and whatnot so i was like yeah Mm -hmm. i'm down with it then they also introduced a new fighter cetrion who seems like when you look at her she she looks like she's a uh like she would be a grass type poison ivy-esque you know character because she just kind of has this floral design but then mm-hmm. when you see her fight, she kind of seems like an ele- elemental because you see rocks and then you see fire and then you see ice. So it's like, okay, so she's kind of this, I don't know what she is, but. Something from the earth. Yeah. So she's she, in tune with the earth, Mother Earth. She's she's that thing. And one other thing, which I'm glad I actually saw this trailer for Katana last night. And something that should be weird news, but it's technically, it's in the game. It's still mm-hmm. weird is the character Devora, which was seen first seen in Mortal Kombat X, apparently will have an ability to play as a larval version of the character, where if you, since she's like a bug, you know-esque mm-hmm. creature, they showed in the trailer, once she was defeated, it's like a, a larval version with wings sprouted out of her, and you could play that to attack the other character. Oh. So I don't know if it's like a, a Hail Mary or something like that to try and win yeah. the match. But it was just weird. It was like, ooh, gross. <laughs> and maybe kind of gross. Yeah, I was just going to say, and gross. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's that. You know, look look forward to that in the near future, in the coming weeks. I'm sure we'll hear about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See how it goes. Um, What else we got? Ubisoft had to apologize for a homophobic slur found in The Division 2. <sighs> I don't know if you saw this or do. not. Apparently, there was a a piece of street art showcasing a police officer eating a donut. But if you looked closer uh, at the badge number of the cop, it said FA6607, which if you kind of do your... I mean, you can... Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had to spell it in my brain. Yeah, it's fine. Because I don't know that I would have made that connection (laughs) right away. But it's, you know... Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Why, Why are you doing that, man? People, and of course, they, they said, oh, we don't know anything about it. Somebody or or an employee just kind of snuck that in there. I'm sure that's what happened. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, EA and Respawn's Jedi Fallen Order had a teaser released online with some game details, such as the story of the game uh, will be official canon. So if you're a Star Wars purist, this will be part of the, the Star Wars lore okay um the combat was being described as dark souls like which i don't know how i feel about but then they also a lot of people are doing that yeah but then they also said that there will be like a lot of parkour elements and so i guess you'll be doing some flipping and some hopping (laughs) some jumping so kicking some buildings yeah parkour uh and then the (laughs) protagonist of the game whom as far as i know as far as of this recording we have not been told about mm-hmm. uh he will have a or she could be a she i don't know will have a droid sidekick that doubles as a backpack which i guess is okay neat. 
And the last thing is that players will be exploring multiple planets. So it's semi-open world. So, cool. Yeah, I... I'm personally, I just, I want to say, I love Star Wars. I do. In fact, I'm sure everyone wants a good Star Wars game. The the new the new movie trailer came out over on Friday mm-hmm. and I wasn't sure I was going to feel about it and then by the end of it I had that that giddiness going, "Yes, I'm so excited." So, you know, that was what I was looking for and this is not doing it for me because I the track record with EA, not necessarily yeah. Respawn, it's just EA's involvement. Just gets mm-hmm. me worried that once this game comes out, it's going to be a shell of a game, and it's not going to be what it's supposed to be. Hopefully, they don't. I, want I don't it to know. Be good. Like, I'm hopeful. Like, I never was like huge into the Star Wars games, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I'm empathetic to being a fan of a series for so long and just so badly wanting a, again a yeah. really good version of it. So I, I'm hoping to stay positive that that you guys get that. I mean, you know, I, the one game that I never played that I've heard a lot of people praise is uh oh damn it what's it called knights of the old republic like i've played a little bit of it but not it was more like someone brought their xbox over and i got to play it for a minute Mm -hmm. you know and i was like ah yeah i could get into this maybe but i've never had the opportunity to sit down i do have the opportunity if i wanted to shell out some money uh on my fire stick which is still just odd to me that I don't know if I want to play games like that, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. No. I guess I, I got to give it a shot, and that yeah. would be a that would be a great uh, way to try it out, I suppose, yeah. to really see if it could handle it. But point being, it's just it's odd, you know. Yeah. I just I want a good Star Wars game. I haven't yeah. played one, and I don't know when. I just want a good. Let's one. be hopeful. Let's be hopeful. Yeah. Uh, what else I got? Nat G Mobile who for the last month has been the developer in charge for Z1 Battle Royale, which was formerly H1Z1, which was formerly King of the Kill. Kill, yeah. Okay. Uh, Has actually been given back (laughs) to the original developer, Daybreak Games, because they said that there are just too many challenges ahead and they can't do it alone. (laughs) They're just like, I'm done. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) ah, we can't do this. We tried. We were the first. Mm -hmm. We're done. So... Good for them, I guess. Okay, at least yeah. they at least they didn't cry. They they saw the writing on the walls. Like this is not going to happen. So we just need yeah. to just you know pawn it back off and there be done go. with it. Um, and so, see, I was actually this next one. I was really hoping to get Todd's opinion on because the rapper known as Logic. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is, honestly. Uh, he has been cast as an unspecified character in the Last of Us Part Two. Oh, and I don't. Wait, they're still casting? Yeah, that was kind of my, my take on it, too. I was like, really? Still? I thought we were, like, polishing well, at this point. Maybe it's okay. one of those last-minute things. I don't know. I mean, Somebody we still, else got arrested. They need a new voiceover. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, we still haven't got an official uh, release date, so. Yeah, I know, but I guess, I, well, I mean, sure, fine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how these things work anymore. I don't I either. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've, when I've, you're showing such a full trailer and saying like probably this year, I just assumed like you filmed the thing and now it's all like yeah programming stuff. But I I don't know what order you go in. I don't know. Well, it's like in film. I mean, you'll start. I'll read an article that says, "Hey, this movie has started filming." I'm like, "All right," and then a week later, like, "Hey, this person's been cast in this movie," and I'm like, "But aren't you filming?" 
Well, you can film stuff totally out of order. Yeah, but it's just... I just figured with games, you need more time for, like, programming and putting it through a computer and polishing and bug testing and stuff. So I always thought, I guess you would film everything first and then go here. But I I, clearly, I don't know. I mean, we don't know. Chunks of it and send it over to people who do that part. And then they have another stage where they're filming the rest of it and just keep feeding it to quote unquote editor man. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Or woman, whatever, whatever. Uh, (laughs) I guess I should have, I should have brought this up when I, I was talking about fall in order, but it's fine because it really doesn't connect. It does, but it doesn't, you know what I mean? But during the old yeah. the the Star Wars celebrations that were going on for the last over the weekend or what what have mm-hmm. you, uh, an actress by the name of Janina Guff, Gavincar, that looks mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that uh, one. sure. She voiced uh, <laughs> Tatai in Horizon Zero Dawn's Frozen Wild expansion. Did you ever okay. play that? I did not. Well, it was like there were three characters that you you'd meet in this uh, expansion, and you kind of got to know them and help them hunt and whatnot. And she was one of she was Tatai, you know, she okay. was that character. Um, apparently, she knows something about the Horizon sequel, and oh. she shared uh, nothing. I guess she just said, "quote It's incredible. Wait until you see the sequel. You're gonna die." I know some secrets. You're going to die. End quote. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's an odd thing to, to threaten me. But yeah. I mean, there was a lot of excitement there. You're going to die. So it is, it, my, my, you're going to die. You, That's just how I'm imagining. Yeah. You're just going to die. I can't help <laughs> handle it. <laughs> I want her to talk like that now. Uh, maybe she oh my god, gonna, you're gonna oh die! Oh my god, uh, you're just going to die. You know what? You're going to die because this game is just so to die for, okay? That's how I she sounds. No that's, that's, that's her that's voice totally now. <laughs> At me if I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, we're going to die once we see it. So Yeah. Or is that some weird foreshadowing of like your character actually gets killed off and they're going to start you over with someone else or something? Mm-hmm. Now, I w- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out a little um, hypothesis here. Okay. Something tells me we're going to see this on the next PlayStation console because if you really wanted to show it off properly, you want to find okay. a game that people loved and amplify it tenfold into a world that's unlike anything we've ever seen. Now, granted, I don't know where we can go visually anymore because I really mm-hmm. feel like we've hit a pinnacle for visuals that we really yeah. can't go a step Seems like harder. it would be much harder now to even, how do you top what we're doing? Yeah. I mean, when, when we went from PlayStation 3 to 4, I will I will say that what I noticed that they did, I mean, obviously, it they polished it enough to where you could tell a difference. Like, okay, so there's, there's minor things, but they really got facial ticks. You know, mm-hmm. which I, I thought was really neat. So, yeah. for for that advancement, that's what they got. They got the little things, and then just kind of polished it up just a little bit more. But mm-hmm. again, I, where do you go? Where do you go from here? Yeah, I mean, the only thing it's like a more powerful rig, so frames per second are more solid. You're not getting screen tearing like mm-hmm. things like that, where that'll just be so streamlined and polished. Is the I mean. And I don't know how much more our eye can start to to pick out as far as, you know, bigger, better, clearer. The pixels are already so freaking small that if I push my face against a 4K TV, I'm not seeing the pixels. No. You know what I mean? And nobody's going to sit like that, hopefully, to a TV anyway. But I had to test. I'm like, this is the only way I'm going to know. Shoved mm-hmm. my face right up there. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know if we... I, 
I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm with hey, you. That's the only thing I can think of. It's just more powerful so that these games are just running as seamless as possible I at think, that point. I think when they do ever announce, or when they do, we know it's going to happen. When they it's, announce... And I feel like it's going to be this year. I don't yeah. know why, but I do. Yeah. It, well, there's a lot of rumors floating around. We've talked about them. We've, we've argued about them. <laughs> anyway. True. This is true. But I, I feel like that when they present these, they, they're really going to have to to sell the idea. Now, granted, everyone wants the bigger, better thing. But what is it about this? Not just features, but visually. What can this do that I couldn't have on the PlayStation 4 or the Pro right. or the Xbox One X? Sell it. You're going to have to really, really sell it. And to the common person who probably isn't going to have that 4K TV or quote unquote next gen 8K TV, mm-hmm. you know, because like those things are still insanely expensive to yeah. my, to, 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 in my opinion, anyway. I still have HD monitors, which mm-hmm. I just got about a year and a half ago. So that tells you how behind the times I even was. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, yeah. I'll move on. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I feel like the TVs would be even more expensive. I mean, the, the only reason I have a 4K TV now is a Black Friday deal. <laughs> See, <laughs> you know, you I had to, I yeah. was just like, you know what? I don't know when I'll ever get this. I got the money. Screw it. Let's just. And can you tell a difference? Like, it's majorly from. A little bit, because when it, when it really went from, um, like, television, for example, once they kicked up the frame rate, it was jarring. You know, because everything yeah. looks kind of like live TV. Well, and going just... from standard to HD, that was a huge leap for me. Yeah, oh yeah. I can remember thinking everything looked weird. They mm-hmm. looked like they were sitting in my home and I wasn't comfortable with it. Yeah. Now I s- I'm used to it. <laughs> but... I still say, I, when I went to Blu-ray, from DVD to Blu-ray, it was the dark night on television. like an Because like, I had an HD TV at the time, and then my cable... Uh, in my old place, was processing HD. Uh-huh. So that I sat there and watched The Dark Knight, and it was on, and it was in HD, and I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Like, mm-hmm. I could tell the depth of the color, the, the crispness of it all. I was like, I've got to get on the Blu-ray, and I did. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, because it was just like, holy shit, this is amazing. That looks great, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, with this, I, I've started... I finally, I don't know if I even said that here or if I complained about it before, this television supposedly has like the UHD or the HDR supposed to to process your 4K on your PlayStation, you know, better or whatever. Because it was a feature there and it was like, this is the only way you're ever going to get 4K on your PlayStation is with HDR. And I'm like, okay, TV said it had HDR. I sat there and hunted it down for months and I was like, this... Box you lied to me, find it? You son of a bitch. And then I started <laughs> playing around with the settings, and I finally found it. So finally, yeah. the PlayStation acknowledged, it's like, oh, you got HDR. And I'm like, yes, just like the box said. <laughs> I do, in fact. <laughs> so I've noticed little things where it does, like I've tried to play some of the games that really utilize it, like Spider-Man, and I mean, it looks yeah. pretty good. So All right. I'll just say that. You can, you can, maybe not drastic differences, but you can tell... Certain things. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, we got off on a tangent. Uh, the next thing yes. I've got is uh, a sequel to the film remake of Tomb Raider is in development. If you're okay. excited about that. I, I don't know if I am anymore. I don't. I, don't, I didn't see the, the new one. I've heard it's okay, but... I finished that series. I feel like I'm okay. Yeah. We'll see, though. I'll, I'll, I'll wait. It's well, just not something I'm insanely excited about. I'm not saying it's not something I wouldn't play. 
Well, this is a movie. Huh? This is a movie. It's a new one? Well, oh, a, a sequel oh to the to the remake movie that they did, which is based on the new games, which okay, are... Okay, then I missed that part of it. Then, I don't know, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, because there was the new movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There we go. Which I'm is essentially up. like a remake, shot for shot, of the yeah. Tomb Raider. Was it, no, Rise it, of the yeah. Tomb Raider? Or is it Tomb Raider? I don't remember. I they, it was Tomb Raider. I think it was oh just Tomb God. Raider. It probably was yeah. Tomb Raider. Who cares? Um... So, yeah, if you're into that, if you're excited about that movie and you liked it, there's another one coming just for you. And finally, Disney Plus was officially announced on Friday. And I only bring this up because the streaming platform will be available on launch day of November 12th on all platforms. PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Okay. And I've got to say, good. (laughs) Yeah. Because there are these Why other it, streaming you know, platforms like, yeah. that don't seem to show up on my PlayStation. I'm like, why can't you just put it on there or something? Yeah, that seems weird. Because I mean, it's movies and stuff. Like, why would that... The only reason I have an Amazon Fire Stick right now is because there are apps I can't get on my PlayStation. And it was just like, you know, damn it, I, I need... I want to have these things and I can't get them... So uh-huh. I guess I'm going to have to invest in some, you know, outside streaming thing. And I did. Yeah. And what was really interesting is there was an app that I got. Was it? Where was it? Oh, yeah. I remember what it was. I There was a the DC Universe uh, app where they have all their movies and comics oh, yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's all kind of combined. And I was like, I want to try this out. And there was a there was a deal going on. So I was like, OK, let's let's try it out. What I but the, I had nothing to watch it on. So I had to Damn. stream it from my phone to my TV. And I was like, right. that'll work. Luckily, after I'd, I'd already purchased that Fire Stick, and then maybe a week or so later, they said, hey, guess what? DC app is coming to the Fire Stick. And I was like, woohoo! There we go. <laughs> it wasn't right. a waste. <laughs> so I was excited. So at least yeah. I feel like it was a sound investment because if I can't find it on my TV or if I can't find it on PlayStation, I could probably find it on that fire stick yeah so i have options and see it's like the the epic store thing you know i've got multiple launchers here i've got you right <laughs> ever since i broke free from the cord of cable it's like yeah. i got hulu i got netflix i got, got amazon prime i've got all these yeah as soon as you downloaded separately i got yeah. as soon as i can get a proper internet connection here like where i have fiber internet like i've been uh-huh. promised yeah, i'm gonna it. cut cable you watch and see no, you should, I would do it now. Well, I, I don't have internet. <laughs> Decent How internet. How fast is your internet now? It's like six megabytes per second. Oh, okay. It's pathetic. It does that the job. Really don't get me wrong. But it's sad. Yeah. Like, that is really when, bad. when we were in Boston, I'm going off on a tangent again. I can't help it. When we were in Boston. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, when we were in Boston uh-huh. for PAX, it took like a blink of an eye for me to upload our episodes. And then On here, the Wi-Fi there, yeah. yeah, here it takes 10, 20 minutes. Oh, wow. Sad. Dang it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, sorry. That's, sorry. That's terrible. I'm just, I'm getting, I'm getting. No, I get it. That's shit I had like six years ago, seven years ago. Come on, man. Yeah. All right. Bring it to you. Truth or trash time. Okay. I've got a few goodies for you I'm today. I'm not good at this, but let's do it. All right. I already learned about another truth or, truth <clears throat> or trash this week too. I'm like, damn it. So the first one, again, 
seems to be a staple here, but hey, this is this is something that can be easily confirmed. Okay. Mortal Kombat 11 will have 13 DLC characters. Jeez. Uh, truth. Why not? They probably. I mean, we're not saying how many gets released at a time. No, just saying. You could get like two or three in a bundle or something like that, and I'm sure they were planning on adding new arenas and stuff like that later. You didn't bring a pen, did you? I didn't. Damn it! (laughs) I see one. Hang on. Hold on. I got one. Ha ha! You got one. Hey. I got one. All right. So you said truth. Truth, yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. Next. BioWare is developing Dragon Age 4 using Anthem's code. I feel like I'm trying to remember what news I heard about this this week outside of uh, Kotaku, like, just really going at him. Um I'm going to say trash. Okay. Because I don't think that was the news I heard. Although I'm kind of worried that it's not going to happen. But, you know. I'm one of those that likes the Dragon Age series. Okay, Except for two. We already have established that two <laughs> just doesn't exist to me. Okay. So I want it to be good. Sony uh-huh. will announce a new Ratchet and Clank game during their next State of Play video. When is their next state of play? Who knows? <laughs> okay. Ratchet and Clank 2? Sure, true. Okay. Yeah. People like that game. Now, this one... <laughs> I kind of want this to be true. Oh, okay. <laughs> just but because, we're not sure. Just because I want to see what happens. Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh-huh. We'll see its PC release later this year, exclusive to the Epic Store. I s- mm. 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 This is a tough one. Because, <laughs> like, I want Yes, I feel like we're going to see the PC release of that because Rockstar is just very smart in how they release everything so they can get all of your money. Mm-hmm. Um. Ah, but exclusive to the Epic Store. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say trash. Okay. I feel like they wouldn't do that, but... You never know. You never know. Because, I mean, they just make so much money. Sure. Like, GTA V has made so much freaking money, you know, that I'm just like... They could put it on all of the storefronts, I think, and just be just fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, we'll Although see. I'm angry at them for waiting on the PC release. Because screw you, Rockstar. Because I would have done that first. And I'm not going to buy it again. I'm not going to be that person. Don't be that person. I know, but it would look so much better on PC. Probably. <laughs> see, that was one I, I kind of missed out on with the old uh, HDR. I kind of wanted to see what Red Dead would have looked like. Upgraded and whatnot. Now, granted, it yeah. still looked good. But I'm just saying, could it have looked yeah. better? Yeah. I don't know. And lastly, Halo Infinite currently has a budget of $500 million. Why, though? Is that still that huge of a game? Hmm. 
run an Xbox circles. I'm really uh, $500 million seems excessive, even for a large company. I'm going to say trash. I feel like that's, it does seem made that much money to like, Oh, I know for a fact we're going to make ridiculous amounts. Here's 500 Mm. million. That does seem like a lot. Yeah. Oh, I have one more. I, I, it slipped mm. under my radar. It was on the other page. Uh, okay. And lastly, in 2020, Sony will introduce PlayStation Plus Premium, which will add in the PlayStation Now to your subscription service. True. That seems like a smart little streamlined thing to do. You'd think so. All right. There you go. We got all, all right. the things now. I got all the things. Okay, weird news. <clears throat> so, um, do you ever wish, like I do, that you were rich and that you could just spend exorbitant amounts of money to do whatever the hell you wanted? Sure. Okay. Well, such a person who exists, uh, who happens to love Battle Royale games has decided to use his wealth to create a real-life Battle Royale competition that will take place on a private island where the winner of this event will apparently win 100,000 pounds currency. Uh, and as of right now, the event creator, who is remaining anonymous for some odd reason, is looking for an event designer to put this together, uh, this For Reels Fortnite which is what I would assume they're going to call it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is <laughs> said to utilize airsoft guns, uh, touch-sensitive body armor, and it will take place over the course of three 12-hour days. And competitors will also be required to camp out uh, on the island, but they will yeah. be uh, provided with food and the necessary gear. While all of this sounds intriguing to me, let me just let me just point out a few things. Um those who play Fortnite all day at home, I don't think these <laughs> skills will translate. Or they're going to want to put in that much physical effort. Yeah. I don't know. Like, even me, I'm a little more active, and I'm like, no. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like it's, I it's just not going to work the same. Uh, uh, and also, uh, I don't know if you recall, there was a film that was based on a book called Battle Royale. It was yes. in Japan. Uh, it takes place on an island over the course of three days, and everyone dies. Just saying. Yeah. I'm just, well, I, yeah, <laughs> I was starting to wonder, like, how, how into this are we going to get? Are they going to drop them down on a, on a, like, do they parachute down to the island? Yeah, you know. I, I kind of <laughs> hope so. Yeah. But then now we're just, there's a whole bunch of legality issues that's mm. going to happen I mean, with that. there would have to be a lot of, you know, NDA. I mean, it does and... sound kind of fun. <laughs> but I feel like this would also be insanely expensive. So I don't know who you're marketing towards. Oh, yeah. It you would know, unless it's, like, expensive. something you can audition for like a tv show but if i have to pay to do this that mm-hmm. seems very expensive oh yeah yeah yeah. so just going to like a gaming arena for like a, an hour can cost like 25 30 bucks so i can and, imagine and, you're actually like doing this we're like and plus what if you're the first one to go down what are you going to do for the next three days you oh know? yeah are you still stuck there yeah so i mean that's oh. 
kind of bogus. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Then I would feel like okay with that because if it's a pretty cool island, then I'll just vacay for three days while yeah. you guys keep wandering around <laughs> towards your circle in the center of the island. I'm going to hang out on the under a tree on the beach. Mm, I mean, why not? So. And the next thing I've got is uh, mm. did, did you ever try to cheat in school by chance? Did, did you have those moments where you're just like, I think I can get away with this? I, I'm sure I did. Yeah. I, one instance doesn't come to mind, but I'm sure I did. Mm-hmm. There was a student somewhere in the world, which I never actually got a, a pinpointed location. Uh, he took cheating to a whole new level because he tried to pass the lore of destiny as his own work. Oh, okay. Yeah. And now what I'd like to know is in this English class, uh, what exactly was the homework assignment that he was given that he thought he could pass? Did he like get graded and do pretty well before anybody realized to? No, he just he Uh, copied and pasted the whole thing from the Internet. And I guess thought his teacher was, you know, stupid and wouldn't figure it out. I don't know that I would have. Well, I think that what <laughs> I mean, maybe the writing style, but I don't know that I would have known where it came from. Well, I'm going to assume this is what happened. The teacher probably looked at it and said, this is really good. Too good. <laughs> I've taught you for several years yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> so they probably just Googled a piece of it and then it brought up, you know, the destiny page or whatever. And it was like, ah, I see this now. This is why their teachers are smarter gotcha. than me. All right. Let's do some release dates real quick. Uh, first, I have on April fifteenth, One Finger Death Punch Two on PC. Then on April sixteenth, we have World War Z for PlayStation Four, Xbox One, and PC. And I'm, I'm kind of curious if uh, Todd's all excited about that because yeah. you know he's. Uh, we have. I mean, Heaven's... I signed up to see if I could get a code for it, so we'll see. Yeah, it, the co-op seemed kind of interesting. Uh, there's Heaven's Vault for PlayStation Four and PC. Warhammer Age of Sigmar Champions for Nintendo Switch. My Time at Porsche for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Which, that actually kind of looks interesting. I saw a trailer for it. It's like a... It's not really... Is it like a town building? Kind of. It almost seems like it's kind of like a mixture of like all of those different different kind of simulation games that we've been seeing. Yeah. Um, I think it's just coming out of early access though, right? Because it's been out. I think so. An early access. Uh, Path to mm, Nemesine. Uh, I nailed that. Uh, PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch. Final Fantasy X and X2 HD Remaster for Xbox One and Nintendo Switch. Ghost Giant for PlayStation 4. Eternity, The Last Unicorn for Xbox One. Tanks Meet Zombies for Nintendo Switch. Planet Coaster Classic Rides Collection for PC. Table of Tales, The Crooked Crown for PlayStation VR, and World of Warships, Legends for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Then on April 17th, we have Truberbrook. Truberbrook. There we go. That's mm-hmm. the word. Truberbrook for PlayStation 4, <laughs> Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Snooker 19 for Xbox One, and Revenant Saga for Xbox One. Then on April 18th, we have Cuphead for the Nintendo Switch. Our World is Ended for Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4. Katana Zero for PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Anniversary Collection Arcade Classics for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Overcooked 2 Campfire Cookoff for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Padre for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. 
God's Trigger for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC, and Slabwell, the quest for Catcun, Cactons? Cactons. That sounds right. The quest for Cactons Alpaca for Nintendo Switch. Okay, sure. going after an alpaca. And then on April 19th, we have Motor Rush GT for Nintendo Switch, Love Nurse Syndrome for PlayStation Vita and PC, and Active Soccer 2019 for Nintendo Switch. Lace, do you want to play What the Hell Did You Just Say? I guess. I've got two good ones for you. I was just sitting you. here thinking. I'm like, hmm. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. I'll- Maybe. I mean, I think they're they're fun titles. Okay. What I picked for you. And again, Todd's not here to take his his two. That's true. But, uh, you know, I saw these titles and I thought, hey, these are um, the, the worst titles. titles I've seen ever oh. for a game. So I'd love to hear what you come up with. They're the worst ever, you guys. You hear that? Yeah. They, they aren't like, you know, Cuphead, which makes you go, huh, I wonder what that is. No. Right. You get Geometry May. I swear it's a nice free game. Geometry May, I swear it's a nice free game. Yeah. That's the name of this game. It is. <laughs> oh my God. This is okay. Um, for the easy answer, I feel like this is one of those like math games. Like Geometry May is your teacher. And somehow they've incorporated like on the chalkboard kind of like a visual novel style, but you'll get to like type in your answers where she's trying to make learning geometry fun. And on this, well, would they even use a chalkboard anymore? I mean, probably like a touch screen thing. I don't know. I don't know how kids learn today. If chalkboards are still a thing or dry erase I mean, they really board or should whatever. Be, but you know, I'm sure dry erases. I don't know. But it's a game. So we're allowed to go wherever we want in the mm-hmm. world. So you start off in the classroom and then as she is teaching you, you know, magically you transform to, I don't know, a pool hall because geometry is very important in learning how to play pool properly. And so then maybe they've got it on the screen there where, you learn the right angle of this and the that and the nonsense. And then when you think you've got it, you hit the pool ball and you get that. Or then you transform to, I don't know, drawing blueprints for something. Just like fun geometry related things. And so Geometry May takes you to all these places around the world and teaches you geometry. And it's for it's for a younger audience up to teen, I guess. Because yeah. they probably are the ones doing geometry, right? It's like teenagers, not like I mean, they, they should be. They're, they're yeah, in high school. by then. Mm-hmm. I know when I learned it, I was terrible at it. I wasn't like in fifth grade. It was, sure. you know, like nine or 10 or something like that. I mean, yeah. I mean, that, that sounds about like the game that, that I assumed it would be. So, <laughs> Oh, you didn't take the descriptions this week? No, no, I didn't. Cause yeah. I, you know, I didn't, it's sometimes more fun not knowing. That's true. And these seem terrible. That's why it's terrible. fun to guess first, but mm. yeah, I feel like I'm just going to go the easy route. I'm not going to try to build some extravagant world around who geometry may is. Maybe she looks like Robin Williams is uh, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> okay. Well, the next one, I mean, I'm, I'm really excited to see what you come up with it because. Don't, don't get too excited. I feel like when people have blown up their hopes about stuff that I do this week, they've probably been a little disappointed. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm not, I'm not like, don't, 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 don't put too much on it. I'm not ex- expecting uh, the greatest description of all time. I'm just curious as to what direction you'll go with it because um, it's it's a very interesting title. You died, 
But a necromancer revived you. You died, but a necromancer revived you. This feels like a manual Samuel type of game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody knows that one. I do. Um, you do? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I feel like it's something along those lines. Um, so maybe the, the first scene is how you died. I, I feel like we're in this mythical world where wizards and all that kind of stuff would have already existed. Um and uh, when you die, when the necromancer revives you, you ha- are having to play as the necromancer also. So maybe it could be co-op. Okay. Somebody could be the necromancer and you're the person who died. But I feel like it would be more interesting as the necromancer trying to control the other person as they still have to live their life. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why that seems more interesting to me. So it's a very silly, slapsticky kind of game that I'm imagining here, um, where you have to learn to hit all of the different buttons on your keyboard and mouse to be able to fire, like a weekend at Bernie's kind of situation where you're letting him or her, you know, uh, you have to take them to work. How are you going to drive the car? You're trying to figure out how to manipulate all the different buttons to get him there or to say the correct things to your boss when you get there and you just have to take him through his day. And it obviously has got to escalate to something insanely ridiculous that he has to accomplish. Like you didn't know he was like a world renowned snowboarder or something like that, that would require a lot of physical activity. So as this necromancer, you've got side quests to learn more spells and um, how to keep the body preserved, obviously, because it's decaying. Right. I mean, you put a lot of thought on this. I really want to play this game now. I feel if, like that would be more interesting. <laughs> yeah, like if, this, that, if it's made this way, I feel yeah. like that would be more interesting. It, it just seems like it would be uh, a challenge and uh, fun and interesting at the same time. So yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I get a point, yeah. like a legit point. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the, you know you only had your two, and then of course Todd doesn't have any of his. And I, yeah. I, I cater to his strengths, you know, like I always try to do. I feel like he sniffs that out, man, and then runs away. He's Probably. Like, I this week. Because I, I was going to give him. realistic expectations on me. Because <laughs> I was going to give him the great toilet simulator, which, I mean, oh, come totally. on, he knows all yeah. about that. And then <laughs> Sexinator, the adult sandbox RPG. Oh, he, yeah, he totally. He missed out. He missed out. Totally, yeah. See, now you can just give him the moment to think about it and send it in later. Yeah. Maybe he can come back. He can if he listens to the show. Yeah, I'm yeah. calling you out, Todd. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Todd. <laughs> well, Lace, why don't you uh, tell us your take on Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney? Yeah, this is a lot of fun. So I have to admit, I have played some of the um, some of those games, not mm-hmm. this particular one, but it has the trilogy in it. So I've only gotten about two to three cases in from beginning i just started from the first one that was on there um so first off i think it ported beautifully i don't know how it wouldn't have considering the mechanics were pretty simple since it was originally on the ds correct Mm -hmm. you know it was on a handheld gaming device so probably like needing only a couple of buttons or touch screen uh so when it's on pc now it's not on consoles yet to my understanding no, it is. so i would have it is mm-hmm. oh i thought it was coming out a week later so no. my apologies i i bought it on pc um it, it, i mean it works perfectly the point and click you're dragging around when you're doing your detective work if you've not ever played a phoenix Wright game uh, you're basically an amateur lawyer 
that um, you start your tutorial on your very first case. So you're in the courtroom, you're given a situation, and this particular one, you have to defend Larry Butts because they think he has killed his girlfriend with a, a clock that looks like the Thinker statue. Mm -hmm. So this is your tutorial. And as you're moving along, it's very Japanese. It's very big. It's very grandiose. Everyone is so overdramatic, and it's fan-freaking-tastic. That's what I love about it. Everything is so just larger than life. And you might know the, the major catchphrases with, OBJECTION! Or, wait, you know, take that! You know, so you're in the courtroom, and you are presented with different pieces of evidence that goes into your inventory that uh, gives you the tools you need to be able to fight back against uh, the prosecution. So you have to pay attention to what's in your inventory, listen to testimony from those that are going on the stand, and hopefully find the contradiction in there to win your case. So you always start off as basically, this is my first case. I don't know what I'm doing. And you have your guru sitting next to you in this, in this game. It's Mia, who's your chief, that might whisper things to you to help you along the way through your tutorial case. Uh, so with those features, I don't know how you could go wrong porting it over to PC. Like the mechanics, it just works. So mm -hmm. there's nothing I can say about that that's going to be any different than you might remember if you played this, uh, this game 10, 15 years ago when it was first released. Um, and, and the stories are exactly the same. I have looked at sliders to see what the difference graphically was. Um, and it's definitely taken a markedly uh, uh, improvement. Yeah. I mean, when you're porting it from one to the next on PC, they've definitely cleaned up the colors. It's not as pixelated. It looks very hand-drawn and ready to be on this form uh, of gaming platform. So I think if you played it before, you might be able to appreciate even more how they graphically updated it just to make it look cleaner for it. Right. Um, and it's just simpler to play with the mouse. So at, even as you're done with your tutorial level, um, there is a detective parts of the game mm -hmm. where you are um, you get a phone call you're presented with a case so you actually have to do some uh, footwork to be able to find evidence now that you'll be able to use later in court uh, so you have the magnifying glass you just use the the mouse to hover over whatever it is that you need and uh, you gather the evidence that way um, my favorite though still is the courtroom scenes I know the detective thing is to add a little bit more gameplay value to it um, I like to just rush through those so my interest is not in necessarily finding all the clues ahead of time my interest is finding all of the um, uh, contradictions in courts mm -hmm. because it just gets so ridiculously blown out of proportion that I'm just I'm amazed and having a good time uh, do keep in mind though um, the women are drawn very voluptuously and those assets do get used in a way that might offend some although I thought it was freaking hilarious but I like to put that out there because there is one character where she stands like this she's drawn very voluptuously and as she gets angry her breasts do move on their own, and it's on purpose for you to draw your eye to there, you know? So um, I feel like we're in a day and age I might need to throw that out there. Sure. I sure. found it hilarious, but just keep that in mind if that's something that bothers you. Um, and dude, I just go play it. If you're into over-the-top visual novels, 
uh, that's cut together very well, too. Because if you have some really huge dramatic objection scene, the way they splice together everyone in the courtroom just having those different reactions or slamming on their desks and what they're objecting to, you're going to be screaming at the thing the whole time. Yeah. Like, it's definitely not based on real-life court. You know, you're going against a prosecutor is going to throw all different weird reasons as to why that's objectionable. Even though 100%, I'm no lawyer, but I'm like, no, that would have been accepted in the court. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I just, it's so much fun. So mechanically wise, great graphics. They really up their game. And if you're just into the most ridiculous of, of stories with just over dramatic, if you're into anime, I think you're going to yeah. freaking fall in love with this game. Absolutely. If you've not already played it. And if you have played it, I recommend upgrading. I mean, you get the whole game, the whole trilogy in that one. So it was 30 bucks, I think, on PC. Mm. I would imagine it's similar price than on consoles if they're out already. I think it's worth it. And you know how I like to buy games twice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the names are creative. I, I mean, I love it. I love it. Punny names. Mr. Saw It. Uh, yeah. Saw It. Larry Butts, which Mia just calls her calls him Harry by accident all the time. So you get to giggle like a little child. You know? Mm. It's uh, a, a, a dick gumshoe. Mm-hmm. Which, for some reason, I just, I totally feel like he's a 50s cop. You know, you just got to talk like this, you see? Yeah. Hey there, pal. What you doing over here, pal? <laughs> but, yeah, and then, I, I just, I, I, there's, it's not very intricate, uh, there's not a lot of intricate details to have to get into, mm. but, oh, my God, it's so much fun. I'm loving it. Yeah. So, I think, I think it's worth it, and especially if you're new to the series, I think they did just enough that it's going to age quite well for for a younger audience that may not even have been around mm. when it first came out or old enough to even remember it. Yeah. Or have any clue what a Nintendo DS even is. And as someone who has played the series, um, I did want to play just a little bit of it to kind of get a, give a uh, early side reaction side. just based on what I saw. As, mm -hmm. as somebody who did play, you know, I had the DS and uh, went back. I didn't play the Game Boy Color version because I didn't even know it existed until they ported it over to the DS. But it was interesting. Like you said, it was something, you know, the courtroom thing is what drew me in because it was like, yeah. I've never seen anything like that. So I get to be the lawyer. I get to, I get to solve the case. Cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. I want to do that. And I don't think I'd really been introduced to a visual novel at the time either. So that was a, a unique perspective. I wasn't, you know, aware of that. That was not how I played games. Mm -hmm. and, and each case is pretty meaty. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm actually impressed at how long these cases are. So if you're the type that really likes to get bang for your buck, mm -hmm. I feel like too, well, and, and granted, I know when I'm streaming and I'm talking lots, there are huge chunks of time that I'm not playing the game. But I feel like each case so far has been about at least an hour and a half if you take out... I'd say, I'd say they're longer. Because yeah, I I've, feel I've like in two to three, mm -hmm. but um, I do like one case a stream, and I stream for about four hours, and I, I, I always add up that maybe about an hour, hour and a half of that could be just me straight up letting the game sit there for 20 minutes while I'm talking. Sure. So, yeah, you've got you've got some, and again, this comes with the whole trilogy, so mm. I'm still only in the first part. Right. Now, I will say so kind of what you were talking about value. with, with the, uh, the first case. You're probably going to breeze through it pretty quick because it's it's a little bit of a hand-holding and whatnot. I mean, it's it's not a very difficult case. You can't screw it up unless you're just literally dense, you know? I mean, the facts are there. Yeah. 
everything's kind of laid out for they, you. And, they, and, and she's go. really good about telling you now, Phoenix. Yeah. Remember that thing that we had in our inventory? I think that's in direct contradiction to what the person said. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have to throw out there. I did forget to mention there is like a health bar though, which I yes. find interesting also. Mm-hmm. So you do have a health bar. So when you're in the courtroom, if you present the wrong evidence so many times in a row, you will fail that case and have to go back to the start of, I believe, just the courtroom day. So you mm-hmm. don't have to go back to all your detective work and everything that you've done to that point. But they do have the same feature in there, sure. which mm-hmm. I will unabashedly admit I abused when it looked like I was about to keep presenting the wrong stuff. So I would just save it so I wouldn't have to restart my courtroom day. I mean, it's a fair um, thing to do. Because <laughs> sometimes, for me anyway, a couple of the things that they would say on the stand, I feel like the contradictory evidence could have gone to either or. Mm-hmm. And then I would just choose the wrong one because it's like, I know this is the piece of evidence. I'm just choosing the wrong part of the testimony to present it for because it it will give you the entire testimony and then you get to go back and do your cross-examination. So they break it down into chunks. Like, here's the first part that the person said. Do you want to press them on it a little bit further or do you want to present some evidence that's showing they're lying? And so I found pressing. I can just press all day long. It didn't seem like that hurt my health at all. But you present the wrong evidence. I'll, I'll at least I'll, I'll warn you now. There are certain cases where pressing can count against you, but they will tell you, "Hey, if you press, if you you know push this too far, then you know we're going to end the case." So, so they do give you the heads yeah, up. Yeah, there will be because I feel like in the Ace Attorney one, mm-hmm. I couldn't just press to my heart's content. No, but I feel like that's the newer version, right? Yes, because you don't investigate the objects in this one either. Whereas I remember in the Ace Attorney one, I could actually pull the object out, spin it around, mm. try to find if there was more evidence on said evidence. Right. Um, and this one you don't. Yeah, this unless one's... Unless it specifically says, here's a floor plan. Look on that a little bit further, you know. But, yeah, this one's fairly yeah. basic. So. Yeah. But yeah. But it still works. As, I think it aged well. As, I mean, as the game it is, you know, like I said, I played the first case. It does look great. It's definitely upgraded visually. I could even attest to how it looked as a port like a literal game like a ds port or game boy color port to the wii because they did that and i thought oh cool i get to play it on my tv it didn't translate well because they tried adding in the the motion controls and nothing changed as far as the format it was just like here take that game and slap it there and it's like but now i've got to move this around and press stuff and yeah they wouldn't even let you turn it on its side just to use the controller like normal. Yeah, no, it was just the whole thing was a debacle. Yeah, that's true. And and of course the graphics were not polished and upgraded. It was just the pixel it just looked worse on a TV screen because everything's like big and pixelated now. So it was just like mm-hmm. so and it kind of lost some of its charm. Now they did a nice job polishing it up. Now I don't know what it's going to look like on a TV, but yeah. So I mean, it lost a bit of its charm like that but this they they the upgraded visuals help with that and they they definitely kind of give it uh, some flair i'd say the only thing i would want would have wanted with this if they wanted to mm-hmm. to really step it up a, a notch is all the audio is straight from the old games i don't think it would have bothered me if they'd have tweaked it just a little bit maybe added an original track and then maybe a new soundtrack that's the same but you know, maybe upgraded sound, music, and whatnot to kind of fit mm-hmm. more the HD style. Voice acting would have been right. awesome, but not. It's not. A, that's yeah. not a deal breaker. It's just that would have been yeah. cool. You know, um, or at least as an option to toggle on and off, maybe. Yeah, 
I mean, because I don't mind just having the text because then I can read at my own pace. Mm-hmm. But which I know is much different from one person to the next. How fast they read. Sure. So it's it, again, these are not deal breakers that made me go, oh, I can't stand it. The it's still the original game that I remember. Just looks better, you know, and it's formatted properly for what I'm playing it on. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't it wasn't a big deal for me. I just overall outside of just the main three games, I feel like a few added features would have been nice. That's a that's right. really all I'm gonna. I guess bitch about because you know just just a little something to make me go okay I, I bought my games but what else are you giving me in this collection that would have been nice I purchased your game again yeah so maybe something a little new but yeah. but again it's neither here nor there you're still getting the games you're still getting the same experience so I would recommend it same as you to anybody who's never done it or played it and if you watch anime and you have access to this an anime form do not watch the anime before you play the game play the game first and really i guess immerse yourself in the story because i feel like it was granted i can watch the anime and be like oh i know what's going to happen here but it was more fun figuring out where the case is going to go because the so the anime basically is the exact same cases Pretty much, but then they throw in some new yeah. stuff here and there. So it's like, hey, do you remember this mm-hmm. case? Do you remember this? And then they'll diverge off into like a, a past event or something like that. Something they don't get into in the game to kind of explain the characters and whatnot. And then and then just pay that no mind. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then just, I don't know, to, to kind of expand the lore a little bit. So it's fine. But um, yeah, I would recommend playing the game first because... The, it, it gets intense, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the game, you already know who kills uh, the the victim. You know, they they give right. it to you, which that's one thing I will say it bugs me a little bit. You know, I wanna I wanna be surprised, but I, again, like you're trying to dig out the investigation. Still, you're not quite sure if they're innocent or not. Yeah. Uh, but I guess it's hard when you're the defendant. Sure. Like I guess the, you're supposed to believe in in the fact that your that your client isn't guilty, but that's, which they constantly try to remind you of, of course, mm-hmm. too. You know, throughout, like, well, do you think that they are or not? You know, but, and uh, you still got to try to defend them like they're not. And even in later cases, so. they 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 make it. I don't know. They twist everything around to where you get put in these situations where you can feel the intensity. Like I don't know what's going to happen here. You know, which I love. I feel like it does get layered, though, right? Because there's some instances where it's like, well, you didn't know this was involved in that now, too. So it starts to Mm -hmm. escalate a little bit, for sure. Yeah. But overall, yes, I think we can both agree it's a a great game. In fact, if you go back uh, 50-some-odd episodes or 40 episodes, uh, I actually did a, a retro review on the original game. Uh, so mm-hmm. this is n- this is the first time we're actually getting to see a retro review and then a new review of a new version of the game. Right. Kind of so we get to see, and that's one of the reasons I really wanted this to be your take because you have a fresh set of eyes here kind of coming in versus... And I didn't play it when it was on handheld. Exactly. And and me, yeah. you know, as soon as I got my hands on, I was a fan. I wanted to play them. I bought almost every game in the series, I think, it was the very last one I never got my hands on because of 
I think it was digital only, and of course I didn't have a DS, so it was just like, eh. So the last one I played, I think it was like Dual Destinies, or I feel like that's right. But even those, you know, the, the graphics were updated. They even added voice acting, which was cool. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Hopefully they'll they'll release yeah. the rest in another package because I would I definitely buy those. I'm two. sure they will eventually, depending on the success of this. Because like I said, I think I've only played the Ace Attorney series, mm-hmm. the Ace one. So this is my first one with this. So I noticed that the tutorial level is pretty much exactly done on the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they just swap character. Yeah. Um, but so it, I, I definitely did bruise through the tutorial because I'm like, well, this is exactly the same as the one I played in the game before. But it doesn't matter. The nice thing is, it's like you've got that tutorial. <coughs> and regardless of which one it is, it, it prepares you just, just nicely for what you're going to be needing to do. Yeah. So... <coughs> There it is. There's our uh, review, your review, my takes. Like I said, there wasn't a whole lot to talk about with it because it's 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 very uh, simplistic gameplay, and I don't want to give away the case stories. No, 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 absolutely not. Or what's involved, you know, with that. So and all the more reason I say plays great. You get a lot of meat for your buck. Mm-hmm. Go do it. It's all the more fun. reason I say don't don't watch the anime. Play the game first, and then go back and be like, oh yeah, I remember that case. That's cool. Right. But uh, And then just let yourself get immersed in it and yell at the screen and get all irate because it's more fun that way too. Oh, especially when you're trying to, to like you said, with the, the, the evidence, you know you've got the right evidence. You know you've got them dead to rights. And you're like, what am I missing here? Because <laughs> I did that so Which many times. Which piece do I need to put it on? It's like, damn it, yeah. I know I got this guy. What what am I doing wrong? <laughs> so, And then you feel so stupid when you figure it out. It's like, oh, yeah. of course, of course. I feel even worse because, like, I'm usually streaming and then the chat will let me know how dumb I'm being. I'm like, you know what? I'm paying more attention to you. This is your job right now to tell me what piece of evidence I'm supposed to use. <laughs> this is part of your your burden to bear as a viewer. Right. Well, if you've got nothing else, uh, that is our show. Yeah. I want to thank all of our listeners out there. Uh, remember, you can follow us on Twitter, Super Mega Crash. Find us on Instagram. You are weekly icon art. You can shoot us an email at supermegacrash at gmail.com. We'll read it on the show. You can also support the show uh, by pressing a like button and leaving reviews on your preferred platform. You can even go to patreon.com slash pencil and paper productions. And uh, should you want to share the love to your friends, you can tell them to find us on the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network found on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. I am Stephen White. I am Lacey Finley. Join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.